I'm Abby. And I'm Devin. And in the immortal words of our favorite Ron Swanson, never half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. This This is Whole-Ass Podcast. Hey listeners, welcome back to Whole Ass Podcast. Sorry, when I do the intro, you don't get a beautiful song like when Devin does it. But she's going to give me some background vocals, so we're fine with that. Uh, Today's episode is a personal one. Aren't they all personal? They're all personal. (laughs) This one may be like a personal attack situation. I'm not sure. Um, So today we're going to talk about the perils of online dating. The worst. The worst. Worst. Um, Uh, Yes. (laughs) Mona Lisa, yes. Mona Lisa, I love you. So... As I've mentioned in previous episodes, my love life is a hot mess, express, dumpster fire, garbo juice situation. Garbo juice, that's a new one. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've been single for quite some time. I've been technically single for seven years, almost literally all of my 20s, which is weird to say. And obviously there's been some kind of almosts in that time frame. I've gone out on dates. I've, I've met with people, you know, obviously everybody has like their friends with benefits, their hookup situations, their, their, their back piece or side piece, whatever you call it. I don't know. Back piece? <laughs> I don't know the lore. I'm terrible at dating, the lore, guys. First of all. This is what I'm trying to get at. I am, I am really bad at dating. I have really bad social anxiety when it comes to dating. I don't know how to flirt. I don't know how to talk to men. Um... But with that said, I am kind of an online dating veteran in the fact that I've been on dating apps a lot for a long time. Um, On all of them, quite frankly, I've done Coffee Meets Bagel, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, OkCupid, like, the list could go on. Um, I'm not over the back piece thing. Okay. Well, sorry. I I, just... It came out and it was a thing. I'm calling everybody a back piece. Sure. You do that. From now on. <laughs> I love it. Fuck the side piece. You my back piece. So I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't like that. Let's not do that. So I had taken a break from online dating because I had been constantly, endlessly swiping and not getting anywhere. I had a couple of really like awful dates or people that just like they fizzle out because communication is weird and as a generation that's been raised on technology we no longer know how to talk to people in person so we do it all over the phone or through online and texting and then the expectation doesn't meet the reality things fizzle out all all that stuff and it was just becoming so draining and so overwhelming and I was like you know what I need to stop I've been endlessly swiping for years and I'm not getting anywhere and it's not healthy so took a break deleted everything Spent some time working on me, as y'all know, figuring out mental health stuff, job stuff, getting healthy, figuring out medical issues, doing a lot of spiritual and emotional internal work and growth, self-awareness, yada, 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 all the good positive vibes. So that was great. I maybe took like a six-month hiatus, I think, which is actually kind of short in the grand scheme of things. Well, yeah, but it's still a hiatus. And for a while there, I was like, 
I was like, I think I want to sign up for dating apps again. And I kind of was like, wait, am I ready or am I just bored? Which one is it? And the answer was probably the second one. Maybe I'm ready to start dating again. I, I feel like I'm in a better place like as a person and I'm more self-aware to know what I want. And not only what I want, but what I freaking deserve. Preach. Hey. Confidence. Wait. Yes. Let's hype oh, that shit up. Even hear it. We're hyping that shit up. We're back. So in that in that regard, I'm ready. But also, I don't think I was necessarily ready to dive back into the endless pool of swiping and being bored and frustrated and stuff. Well, to that point, all I really was just going to say is that like, <clears throat> yes, probably not. I don't know if anybody is, but at the same time, it's like because we're still in a panorama, what are your options? True. Not that you don't have any other option, but, like, you kind of don't. Like, it's not like we can go out and, like, we can, I mean, I guess we can. Things are kind of open, but not in the same way we would pre-COVID. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you you wanted to put yourself out there. That's at least somewhere to start. Yeah. So, so. We've all done it. That's what we've been, that's what we've been doing, guys. And I have, well, okay, let me back up before I get into the goods. So I have parameters for my swipes. And I think that every person does. Like, you know what your non-negotiables are that are an... Non-negotiable. Yeah, non-negotiable, instant swipe left situation on apps. Because, you know, people know what they like. And for me, I have both, like... um, non-negotiables in terms of just like general stats non-negotiables in terms of pictures and i guess non-negotiables in terms of like bio and like responses to stuff too for stats and i mean maybe it sounds a little superficial i don't know but i am a pretty um i'm not just i don't want to say i'm a super political person but I also do think I am pretty ingrained in like what I believe in and what is passionate to me and if we're not aligned in those political views in the way that they relate to human rights that's a non-negotiable for me yeah so that kind of does wipe out a decent chunk of people who put their political leanings on dating apps because it tends to be when you're in that group of people you don't align with the human rights values that i hold true and sometimes it depends on the person like sure in a day da- i think that in a dating in a dating app situation it's just easier to you see something you don't like you swipe left yeah right whereas like you know i always have been of the mindset where i would prefer to be with somebody that had similar beliefs as me because like that's just what I want. Like, I want us to be aligned. But I also always kind of felt like, you know, if somebody... I'm obviously more liberal-leaning. Mm-hmm. So if I found somebody that I enjoy that was more conservative-leaning, I don't... At least I always thought that I would be, you know, have those open-minded discussions. And we would have to obviously agree to disagree. But there's certain things, like you said, human rights wise. That's where, yeah. So, like, if we're going to disagree. That are definitely absolutely non-negotiable. Yes. And so, it's. I think it depends. But you're right. There are definitely, I mean, I haven't been on dating apps in, like, a while. But, like, there are definitely people who are so forward with their political beliefs. Which is fine. 
Like, yeah, it's totally fine. That's As am I, in. right? Yeah, you are so, absolutely entitled to believe what you believe. And, of course, and 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 you know, I support your right your right to believe what you believe. I just but, don't agree with what but you. But I don't in. have I don't have to tolerate your values if they don't align with mine. Absolutely, essentially. you can believe what you want, but if it's if your belief is a reflection of your values that don't align with mine, it's non negotiable. It's just not gonna work. Yeah. 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 So like human rights things are a really big issue for me and and that kind of weeds out a subset of men. A large amount of yeah. Yeah. I I'm pretty well I I think I would tend to I don't necessarily sw- I'm automatically swipe left on somebody based on religion but for me as somebody who's kind of a bit more spiritual identifying and kind of going on that journey I, d- I don't want to be judged for that so it's something that kind of makes me pause or hesitate a little bit depending on what that information that religious information is mm-hmm. that they provided um it is kind of superficial but i i want to date somebody that is my height or taller than me and i think that's because i had somebody lie to me on a blind date and now i'm just like really shaded out by people who you lie know, about their height <laughs> on dating apps you know it's interesting i so i thought about that the height thing a lot because so many people are like there's always like those memes about like girls being like only oh, six feet and higher and t- whatever. I mean, and I'm not like, that excessive, but no, but like, but I think it it goes along with like how do I say this eloquently? It's like a height preference is similar to like a hair color preference. Yeah, I or, would agree. I would agree. Or certain people are are attracted to specific like ethnicities. Because they just are, right? Yeah. And it's like, maybe don't throw that in your bio. But, like, it's okay to to be attracted to somebody taller than you, always. It's it's okay to be attracted to people who are shorter than you. Like, if that's what you're into. Like, you're into what you're into. Exactly. So, it's like, I think we always... Because even when, when I was on dating apps, too, I set my high preferences. And I felt bad about it. And I think I literally... Mentioned it to my dad. And my dad was like, if you like tall guys, you like tall guys. Yeah. And I think my uncle was there too. My uncle was like, why would you ever go out with a short guy? My, my <laughs> uncle's like 6'6". Six, six, so of course he said that. But like, in my history, has been dating tall people much taller than me. So I think that uh, it's like, I, I think we, it, as a, like, I think it's like a societal thing. Like, we feel yeah. guilty yeah. for... But I, I can't tell you why we feel guilty. Like, I don't know what the societal thing is mm-hmm. that's making us feel guilty. But yeah. it's like you like what you like. So like it. Make that your preference. Whatever. There's like 80 different dating apps for specific things you like. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, who cares? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Find those tall men, girl. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Those are probably the main ones. Like I'm 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 in I'm I'm indifferent if you smoke. I'm indifferent if you drink. I'm indifferent if you do if you, you know, smoke marijuana. I'm just like, eh, whatever. It's not mm, really like See you and I. I don't care that marijuana. I cannot with cigarettes. Because I grew up in a smoking household. I think oh, I'm just I'm Yeah, probably. Do I love it? 
No, but I'm used to it. It's so just it's not, not a it's yeah. Not that's a deal, deal breaker. breaker for me. That's yeah, a deal breaker see? for me for sure. Um, for me, I think that <clears throat> my most instant visceral reaction, and and I know a lot of men swipe and they'll only swipe on pictures and then read bios later or read content oh, later. No way. But as a woman, I consume the whole thing and I make my judgment call. Right. But there are images which are instant non-negotiable swipe lefts for me, and those images are. Get ready, y'all. Men who have photos of them holding or shooting guns or with a dead animal. The (laughs) All of those are no's. The fish, I don't understand what the attraction is. It's like, it's like a caveman, like, you know, not even caveman instinct, but you know how like when your cat kills something outside and presents yeah. you with a dead mouse and you're like look at this thing i caught i'm i'm so i'm a, such a great hunter in the wild that's what i think it is and it's just not attractive all i'm for me. saying is and this is probably an incorrect opinion i don't think fishing takes that uh much talent i wouldn't know you put bait on a hook and you put it in the water and maybe a fish comes i just i don't know i just find again you- I am not fishing all the time. To me, it's very boring. But, like, I don't understand what... Yeah. What are you trying to tell me? Is it even a good fish? Did you even eat it? Or did you have to put it back? Then yeah. who cares? People, people, dudes who have pictures of them, like, with their with their game killer, just dead animal, under... or a fish. I'm just, yeah, like, I just don't get, like, cute. you're trying and to prove something very, that I don't care about. But it's also a very specific, like, thing. Yeah. Like a very not to say that you shouldn't showcase what you're interested in, because I don't want to tell you to not do that. But like, a f- like if it was like a dead, if it was like a deer, I'd be like, no. Yeah. If you want to go hunting, that's fine. I'm certainly not going to come with you. Don't show this to me. Well, and again, it comes down. It comes down to preference too, right? Like right. that is totally not my that's jam. A preference. But- all- yeah. Maybe it's somebody else. I'll say another oh. another terrible tactic is a so i'm gonna use hinge as an example because it's the most recent app that i have used Mm -hmm. you can have what like six it's like six photos or something right okay so a big immediate swipe whatever or x out is if you have one photo totally or if you have i've seen like i used to see like it'd be two photos repeated over and over again like, so they uploaded oh, the same thing. Oh, But then also, oh. also the bio is like, what do you like to do for fun? Drink. What's something embarrassing you've done? I tripped somewhere. Like, really, whatever. <laughs> okay. So things like that. But also, if your first, it's twofold. If your very first picture is a group picture, which person are you? If there's multiple group pictures, if I Well, can't- that was my set. That's twofold. So the, but your first picture should never ever be a group photo no because it is the first photo we are looking at who which one are you and i'm sorry here's what's gonna happen i'm gonna think somebody else is cuter than you and i'm gonna scroll down and be disappointed literally 80 88 percent of the time it's a group photo and i'm like oh he's cute and i scroll the next photo and I'm like that's not the not one who but I thought it was. if every single one is a group photo here's what i don't want to do on a dating app work okay <laughs> I shouldn't have to, by process of elimination, determine which person you are if all six of your photos are group photos. Yeah. Get your, Do you know what cropping is? Do you have an iPhone? 
crop the photo. Yeah. Or, I don't know, take some selfies. Like, so... I cannot. Let me... Part part of what you just said is also on my list. So, my non-negotiables are men with dead animals or guns. Just guns make me uncomfortable, so it's not my thing. Um... Men with pierced ears, I really just don't find attractive. And somebody does find that attractive, but to me, it's a really like big any turn type on. of piercing. Piercings are a no for me. Okay, I meant sorry. I meant any type of ear, like yeah. even if it was like ty- okay, ear piercings is just it's just a no. It just I don't know. It's just I'm not attracted to it. So it's like instant swipe left. So da 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 da, dudes who have a group photos always frustrating but dudes who have their profile as one picture of them and the rest are like screenshots of memes or of like animals or random things or landscapes you know what else we did mention is photos with other women that's not an instant swipe for me not 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 an instant swipe left yeah it's not really instant for me either but it's like if if the photo, if it's not obvious that this person is just your friend, right? Sure. And I think there's certain ways you pose with somebody that make it clear, like, like photos where you're all dressed up like at a wedding. Who is this person? If they don't look like you, I assume it's not your sibling. Hmm. There's just like, you know what I mean? I'm not yeah, saying that you can't do it. Yeah, sometimes context can be a little But I just feel like a dating profile is supposed to be about you. So the picture should be of yeah. you. Not you with your friends. Not you with you with a celebrity, maybe. That's kind of a funny, a, a good like talking point, right? But like, it should be about you. Yeah, I so agree. So I just, I just always thought that it was weird that people would men or women for that matter women posting photos with you know men or whatever or vice versa just always think it's weird yeah or or with your entire profile like yeah sure you have one photo and then it's all like memes or screenshots or whatever but if your profile it's all like photos of you or selfies of you or like you know solo shots of you where i can't see your face oh like really really far away pictures if all of them are far away or profile or you're looking down or it's the back of your head, how do I know what you look like? And it makes me feel like you're trying to hide something. Yeah. It's like common sense, honestly. Also, dudes who take photos in bathrooms. Selfies in bathrooms are weird for me for dudes. Like, I see your toilet in the background or you're in a public bathroom. I don't know why. What are you doing? They're weird. They're weird because men don't know how to take them properly. It's just like To make what? it look like they're not in the bathroom. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's what it is. And men, I don't I don't know why you don't know. I wish I did. But you don't know how to do it. Right. So they all look weird. Yeah, it's Just like let I, us do that. I clearly tell that's your shower in the background or or there's a toilet there or you're in Or the, like when they do it and like the bathroom is not clean. Yeah, or like you're in the gym it's bathroom like and it's pe- all those stuff. Like what? Oh god. It's like those people that take those photos and there's like sex toys in the background. Oh my god. Oh my god. Do you know what I'm saying? What? Or yeah. like have you ever seen they're so funny when they like take a when they take a selfie like in their bathroom or their room and there's just like a big yeah. ass like dildo in the background and it's like oh, girl you ain't look did you not did you not check you ain't check first? so yeah 
That's actually a perfect segue into... Um, <laughs> maybe I'm a horrible person. I'm probably going to hell. Whatever. That's okay. I'll go too. It is what it is. At this point, might as well sprint there. First class ticket. Yeah. Pull a little Nas X pole dance the whole way down. Yes. And you can because you take a pole class. Yes. Exactly. So you know what you're doing. I'm just going to jump. I'm <laughs> just going to jump straight down. Yeah. Um. So the last couple of weeks... As I've been on these back on these dating apps, I have been um, capturing some anecdotal data from these profiles that I have seen of things that have been questionable, cringeworthy, weird, why, all of those things. And I don't know how many male listeners we have, but hopefully y'all better take some notes. Maybe, yeah, maybe this will be a note section because I'm not the type of person that's going to like swipe to match with somebody just to be like, hey, I don't like you, but your profile is problematic. Please fix it. Been there before. That's a good way to get gaslit. Been there before. Some guy swiped on me just to tell me I was fat. What Literally on Tinder. Oh my God. And like circa like 2012. And I was like, what? <laughs> like why? And I just feel like. Why? I mean, okay. But like. You had to swipe to tell me this? You couldn't have just X'd me out? Like, whatever? Oh, my goodness. Also, I decided mid-podcast that as you read these, since I haven't seen any of them, I would like to rate each one. And these were these were all, like, I read this, took this, laughed, took the screenshot, and instant, like, swiped left. None of these were entertained yeah. as viable so I Okay, so I haven't seen, you haven't shown me any of them. No. So I'm going to rate them. Okay. That's what I decided. Also, did I tell you that I saw my uh, very first high school boyfriend on one of these dating apps a couple weeks ago? And oh I was God. like, wow. I have not seen, I have not seen a, it was a previous boyfriend, but I have seen my cousin's ex-boyfriend from high school and two boys I went to high school with that I did not like. And I was like, worse. We're, we're yeah, like, I had nope. somebody I went to high school with like... Uh, liked me on Hinge and like sent me a message and I was like you look the exact same as you did in high school and I'm, <laughs> I'm not no thank you love that um and then I saw my very first boyfriend that I had when I was in high school uh my senior year and he showed up and I was like what hilarious what is happening so anyway the the reason why this segue was perfect okay I was I just was gonna give my rating scale Oh, please, so please, knew. please do, please do Got your rating it. scale. So my rating scale, I would like to be allowed one rhetorical question per <laughs> screenshot. Okay. And it's going to be, I think I'll just do, I'll do zero to 10. No, zero to five, because they're all going to be bad. So zero to five. Which one's the worst? Zero or five? Zero. So okay. five will be like, maybe you're not, maybe you just like need to fix some things, but maybe you're not an idiot. And zero is like, why are you even allowed to be dating human beings in general? Not that you should date things that aren't human beings, but just like in general, <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that, but just like in general. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask each man one rhetorical question and then rate their profile zero to five. Um, and we're not going to share names with the exception of, like, one of these because it's con- contextually relevant to the bio. Um, well, yeah, definitely shouldn't. I would just make up a name. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to give names. It's fine. Okay. 
Um, so this first one, the segue was was lit and perfect. Why did I say that? I'm I don't not know. sure. I don't know. Talk um, about lore. Because this guy, his very first photo that you see, he is clearly in a bathtub, <gasps> laying in a bathtub. But here's the is thing. Is he naked? Well, the way that it's shot, I can't even tell if there's water in the bathtub. So were you sitting in the bathtub dry to take this selfie? I don't know. It's questionable. My initial statement is, he's definitely sitting in the bathtub with no water. My rhetorical question is, before I saw the photo was, who took this photo of you in the bathtub? Okay. But now that I'm seeing the photo, guys, that's not great. He's not a bad looking guy. But what about being dry in a bathtub makes you think I would like to date you? Exactly. So because he's A, not bad looking and B, you know, whatever, part of this thing is blurry. So it makes me feel like maybe he took the photo quickly. I'm going to give him a solid three. Okay. Also, this photo just reminded me. I also can't stand when guys have all their photos and they're not smiling in any of them. That is weird. It's a little aggressive and off-putting yeah. and concerning for me. He's you don't like smile? smile? You don't smile ever? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Are you a serial killer? Yeah. Many when, questions. When are you going to kill me? Yes. I could make an office reference, but you wouldn't get it. So, okay. So this next person who he, this was on Hinge. That first one was on Bubble. I was trying to be witty, and I think this maybe backfired on me. Um, cause for anybody who's been on TikTok, there's this trend that goes around. It's like, tell me about this thing without telling me about this thing. Oh my God. I love those. So I said, tell me why I should date you without telling me why I should date you. Cause I thought that would be, um, a funny way to be that's like. That's what you said to him in like the message? No, that's what I have in my profile. Your profile. Got it. Okay. Um, so I was just trying it out and be like, okay, if, if they're into TikTok, they're going to know what this trend is. And I thought it might be like a pretty funny way to be like, hey, how are you throwing your hat in the ring? Like, what do you yeah, bring to I the table? Agree. Even if it wasn't a TikTok trend, I think that that's funny. And this guy just matched with me and said, okay. Okay, what? Okay, I should just date you? Okay, you're going to play the game? What's, what, what? Okay, so. What? what? First of all, I literally hate people that do that. Yes. It's like, it's like, he gets like a negative 10. <laughs> and you know what? You know what else he gets? Or he doesn't get a rhetorical question. Because, honestly, you don't deserve it. Because you can't even, just like, don't respond. Like, just don't Like, why? Because you know what he could have done? He could have just liked one of your photos and stuff. Exactly. But instead you made it weird. Yeah. So, no. He, okay, you suck. So, this next guy. You're not a bad person, you just suck. This next guy, I don't have a picture of him because I took a picture of, a, it was a question he answered on Hinge. And the prompt was, my personal brand is. Okay. Oh, this says, let me read Concerned. it. My personal brand is cool, a little douchey, but fun to hang out with. I'm actually a really nice guy, though. That tells me you are not a nice guy, sir. You are 10,000% not a nice guy. You're trying to overcompensate for the fact that you were a royal douchebag and probably a manipulator. Okay. First of all, when guys say that they're a nice guy, it means that they are gaslighters. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, we're going to go back to like our passions, right? People who aren't racist 
don't have to say they're not racist. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Okay. If you're a nice guy, you ain't got to say it. We know. Exactly. So he a gaslighter. Yeah. My rhetorical question is, why do you think you're a nice guy? Red flags everywhere. So many. Just taking baths in them. So that was just an instant no thank you, sir. Also, negative two. We understand that all men are not trash, obviously, right? The problem is... Enough men are. And it's like, with the experiences you and I both have had, Mm -hmm. the general consensus is that they're not great. (laughs) But that, I mean, that's a whole separate thing. Again, I don't think that all men are trash. I don't think all, I don't think all people, I just don't, I don't. Like, I know not that... Not all people are shitty. But it's just like, you and I have both experienced situation, you know, bad situations. We've definitely experienced, you know, being aggressively catcalled, mm-hmm. turning it down, and then aggressively verbally assaulted mm-hmm. for doing that, right? So it's like... Physically, too. Oh, I haven't been physically assaulted. Oh, but. yeah. I've I've had, I mean, this is maybe getting down the rabbit hole. I've literally had a man walk past me and smack my ass in passing and think it oh, was okay. Oh, I thought you were, oh, that's absolutely happened to me. I was thinking something different. But yes, that's absolutely happened to me. Like, especially like at bars. Like who? Somebody get past you and they're just like grab your, like get their hands on your hips or grab your, yeah. That's absolutely happened to me. Um, So I think that unfortunately because of those things that's our knee-jerk reaction which it's not fair on any account right but i don't really have other than like i hope i can if i have boys i hope i can raise them to be good men yeah other than that plan (laughs) i don't really know how to fix the situation like other than like hopefully i can raise if i have sons i can raise them to be good men fingers crossed you know yeah I don't know. So, how do you feel about cheesy pickup lines? Do you love them or hate them? I'm very in between on this. Okay. Uh, Because, here's why. Because I am easily amused. mm Mm-hmm. But not in a bad way. I am, like, and I, but I also love to laugh. So, like, I feel like. If a cheesy pickup line is used on me, I'm probably going to laugh and and it's going to make me want to talk to you because like, yeah, I know it's cheesy, but it's like, it's better than you just being like, hey, right? Yeah. So it's like I'm, I'm, I see, I'm like on the fence with it. I because... lean a little bit more towards cringy, but sometimes if it's a really good one or a really innovative one, I'll entertain it. So right. This one, this one's pretty uh, bland and boring. We're not socks, but I think we'd make a great pair. Oh, I would have said a great match. I think of socks matching. Really? You don't yeah. think of them as a pair? A pair of socks? I mean, it is a pair of socks. I just think of match. I mean, I don't hate it. I just don't love it. Uh, yeah, it was it was not for me, dog. Um, All right. This individual. A for effort, though. Yeah, this individual, his first photo was Blurry. Is this the same person? No, this is oh. a different person. Kind of deer in headlights situation. This uh, is definitely what you showed me this one. Yes. Um, and then the second photo was of a horse, also blurry. I feel like this is a prank. No page. context. Maybe. And it says, I'm the type of texter who uses one word answers. In what world 
Does anybody be like, yes, this is my person? You know what else, though? Use the prompts to your advantage. Yeah. So pick the prompts that are going to make you look good. And let me figure out later that you suck at texting. Okay. Yeah, I could say something really mean about about this particular screenshot, but I'm not going to because even though I'm sprinting to hell, I don't want to like rage and fire when I get there. Okay. Um, so not yeah. prepared for you to be smited in front of me. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So that that was a whole this whole okay, profile. Okay, wait, horseman. Was a- that's what I'm gonna call him. <laughs> um, his profile gets like a one because like he has photos, but prompts are bad. Um, so this is the one that I will use the name for because this man's name was John and the first line of his profile was named after the shitter. I'm sorry. What? Men are disgusting. What? What? What possessed you to think that was a great opening line for your online dating profile? I have so many questions. I have zero answers for you. I was like, is this real life? Is this literally real life? I cannot. I cannot. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's like a negative five. So bad. So, oh, 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 this one. My Wait, my rhetorical question is, does he refer to the bathroom as the John? Or, or does he say, I got to go use the me? I hate that. I hate every no. I hate that. I hate that. All I'm saying, rhetorical question, Mr. Porta Potty. Terrible. Terrible. Hit me up. So this one, there is a picture. Don't remember which one of these two dudes it is, because it's two dudes and a woman. See? Group. Um but it was like it was further down in the bio, so I'm sure I, I think it's the dude that's on the left. Don't remember. But the the prompt was on hinge. This one really made me uncomfortable a little bit. I, I did a double take on this one. Um, the one thing you should know about me is I downloaded Hinge just for you. I'm kidding, but who knows? Then there's an Italian flag. Gross. And then it says. Not to the Italian flag, to the statement. Then it says after that, downloaded Hinge just for you. I'm kidding, but who knows? Italian flag. Just order pizza with me and call me daddy. What? Why? Okay, what's the what does the prompt say? Like the one thing you should know about me. Got it. Okay. Well, okay. First of all, you didn't say one thing. You said three, including the Italian flag. Two, the Italian flag fits zero places in this statement. Three, you're into whatever you're into. If that joke about the pizza was funnier, I wouldn't be upset about you being like, call me daddy. It would have been funnier if he said zaddy. Okay. Based on that photo, I don't think he's a zaddy, but that's whatever. (laughs) Okay. That would have been funnier. But I just don't think that you should be putting casual kinks. Is being called daddy considered a kink? I don't know if it is. I I don't know. I don't know. For the sake of the conversation, I'm going to call it a kink. I think I'm incorrect. Because I feel like a kink is more of like a physical thing, not like a a name. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. But anyways, I don't think you should be putting that on your first whatever. A dating profile. A dating profile unless you're on a specific type of dating thing for that. Yeah. Or let me tell you right now. 
I'm not calling you daddy. <laughs> no. It's not happening. No. I can't do it. No. And here's why. Because sometimes I call my actual father daddy. I've always said daddy. Like, I just, now I'm feeling very weird now saying it as we're talking about yep, this. Yep, yep. In context, it's becoming It's making me feel gross. But that's a big part of it. But also, another big part of it is you're not my dad. Yeah. And like, so, I have, no, thank you. I have encountered two people on, men on these dating apps that are a part of like the BDSM or the kink community, mm-hmm. and they will put in their profile like kink friendly or like, I'm a dumb or totally. I'm a whatever. Like they're open about like, here's what I am. And they're I not, think that's, that seems normal. That's me. normal and valid. Not trying to like make a joke about like, call me daddy. Like, no, right. I don't know you like that. I don't know you at all. What makes you think that I'm going to be like, but oh, I yes. Just, so here's what Let's this, match. this is what, this is what this tells me. The prompt says the one thing you should know about me. And he listed three things. So, sir, you don't follow directions. Oh, yeah, totally. So that's a clear picture for me. Yeah, so uh, how many, how many, how many uh, oh, ra- rating stars um, on that honestly, one? Honestly, it's not the worst. I'm going to give it a two. Okay. It's only have like a, not great. I only have a couple more, so we'll we'll, we'll burn through these. All right. Um, this next one said, I'll fall for you if, that was the prompt, <clears throat> I'll fall for you if, grammar is weird here, if uh, you're feminine, cooperative, active, and enthusiastic. Okay, number one. If you have spelling errors or incorrect words on your dating profile, no. Mm-hmm. Because that means you don't pay attention to detail and you don't care how you're perceived. Number two, feminine and cooperative. Yep. Instant cringe. Instant, you are a manipulative person. Mm-hmm. This man wants most likely a woman who is constantly in makeup, hair done, probably heels standard 50s housewife scenario mm-hmm. that's what that saying you want me to be someone whatever feminine and cooperative the the cooperative is really throwing me off and i'm like slightly heated at that yeah the cooperative made me heated and the enthusiastic also made me a little heated so too. what does cooperative mean does that mean i can't disagree with you ever and i yeah. just have to to submit to you yeah sir no you get a negative 10 yeah it was not cute. Don't like it. So the last three, right? No, three, last three or four. This uh, profile says, looking to be a DILF one day, but not taking any shortcuts to get there. I just, I feel like you shouldn't be a parent. If that's, you probably shouldn't under, reproduce. Who is telling these men that these things are funny? I, I don't know. I that is, couldn't tell you. That's cringy. Like, that's something that, like, funny that you tell me when we're, like, drunk together. That's, like, that's what you say. I'm trying to be a deal or whatever. That's something you say to me when we're, like, drunk at a bar, like, just, like, being fun with each other. Yeah. So, okay. Yep. He gets a, a, a two and a half. <laughs> and my question is, why do you think that's funny? So, okay, two more. Two more. Almost done. Okay. So this one um, struck me on multiple levels because there is a paragraph and then there is a quote underneath it. So it's two different things. So the paragraph goes, I compare my heart to a lion. What's the prompt? This is is a Bumble bio. It's just like about me. Oh, okay. 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 I compare my heart to a lion or a savage, very primal and protective, fierce and passionate, 
just pure stubborn will with little disregard for self. That's the first paragraph, okay? I'm going to read the quote and then we're going to circle back. The quote is, seduce me, write letters to me, and poems. I love poems. Ravish me with your words, seduce me. That's a quote from Anne Boleyn. He said Anne Boleyn underneath. Well, I don't know if it's actually from Anne Boleyn, but he said it was from Anne Boleyn. So he quoted Anne Boleyn in the bottom half about like seducing and like ravishing me with your words and all this stuff. But I take problem with the first portion where he says, I compare my heart to a lion or a savage. To savage me, makes me think of Pocahontas when they sing the stupid, terrible, savage song about it's Pocahontas racist. and their people. It's because, racist. Because what else is he saying? Yes. It's There's a, no other, unless he's referring, which he's not, no. to Meg the Stallion's song, Savage, he's not. That's immediately what I thought. That made me cringe so yeah. hard. Instant, I, I, I felt instant just cringe discomfort Gross. at reading that. Like, if you're going to make that comparison and, like, use that term knowing how much, what that term carries contextually, historically for indigenous people... In literature right. and history and publicly. I haven't heard somebody use that word in that literally it's, since it, the Pocahontas movie. It's racist. And the Pocahontas point movie is like hard to watch. I mean, the, the point is that the, the white people are yeah. suck in the movie, so it's fine. It's not fine, but whatever. It's part of the story. But I literally have never heard somebody casually say savages like or savage like that literally in reference to indigenous people wildly inappropriate and uncomfortable instant hard no so tone deaf 100 percent. but then the whole like Anne Boleyn quote underneath it about like woo me with your words and seduce me and shit I'm like who who are you who are you no yeah that gets like a negative 80 billion yes thank you I hate it thank you oh god so the last one this is another pet peeve of mine that I think is a pet peeve of yours, too. Okay. I have a lot of pet peeves. So when somebody, probably. it says their name and their age, right? Okay. And then they go into their bio and their bio says, actually, so this has this dude's name, then it says 26. And then the, about me says, actually, 23, star, 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 star. So, like, why can't you make your profile correct in the first place so that your age shows up correctly? Why do you have to correct yourself? in your bio that you're not actually that age that is listed so that's the first part and mind you the opening picture is of this guy with a small child looks like it's at a wedding because he's got a beer and i think this kid has like a drink so it says he's 26 actually 23 and then it says fun fact i have an ass tat this whole impression is very confusing to me picture of you with a kid at a wedding your age is a lie. So the age thing is weird. And you have the a tattoo on your butt. The thing makes me laugh, but also is embarrassing to me. Why do you have an ass tat? What is it of? When did you get it? Were you 23 when you got it? But can we also talk about the context of this photo of him with this child next to the description of I have a butt tattoo? Well, the yeah. The juxtaposition is just jarring there's and uncomfortable. There's a lot of problems. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of problems. Um, We just went through... 15 screenshots i had just so anybody out there who's not on dating apps if you're ever like "Hmm, maybe i should start a dating app not saying don't do it but just saying this is the type of stuff that's out there and is prevalent prevalent yes so um be aware of that because it's absolutely bonkers i wonder if like 
we were not still in a panorama if like my assumption is that dating would still be this annoying but i wonder i wonder if it would be like less annoying like is are the shenanigans from these people heightened because it's the only outlet they have maybe i i also wonder too when the pandemic is done and we're back to gathering in person again and like going out to bars and events and doing things and concerts and all of this really cool stuff i wonder if because dating was like this before right online dating was kind of this nuisance and this necessary evil that everybody did because it's Mm -hmm. the tech age that we're currently in but then we've kind of been all in this lockdown and socially isolated and dating. So this was actually the only way that we could date and it was even worse. But I'm wondering after we get come out of this and return to a sense of normalcy or a different sense of normalcy, will meeting people and talking to people in person become more popular again, become more common again? Will dating apps fade because of this giant... Um, sociological thing we've gone through the last oh, year wait, i see what you're creating saying. a cultural shift in in the way that we date because the rise of tech changed how we dated and shifted from in person in bars sending people drinks to you swipe you you sign up on match.com and you go on a date or you get paired or so maybe you swipe. it'll be the flip or will it go back reverse mm-hmm. yeah because people will be so excited to get back into the world of meeting people natural and natural yeah mm-hmm. organically will That's it make people yeah will it make yeah, people maybe. more um confident or encouraged or emboldened to reach out to people in person yeah, maybe i don't know i'm curious to see if it's gonna change yeah because i think if there's anything that would serve as a catalyst to get us out of this online dating rut and addiction that we're currently in because it's just like this is how it's done now and there's no other way I would think that a global pandemic of social isolation for a year might do the trick. Yeah, I would agree. Maybe. We've talked a lot about the pitfalls, the perils of online dating and all of the um, challenging things that you navigate. I guess, I mean, anybody who's going to navigate them, but as a woman, you know, this is my perspective of what it's been like online dating and I find it so exhausting and so frustrating in so many ways and it's like, well, what do I need to do to my profile or what picture do I need to swap out to make myself seem more attractive or put my best foot forward or what's going to resonate the most? Like it makes me think about when we're running ads on Facebook for clients and like marketing strategies, like how we phrase the copy to how we geo-target, like all of those things make a a difference in, in the results and the analytics that we get back right. and the return on investment for our campaigns. And when I start treating my dating life like a Facebook ad. Oh, yeah. You don't want to do that. You want it to be fun. And I feel like the fun has been the fun has been uh, sucked out of dating because of the way that online dating is now. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. I just want to meet somebody the good old fashioned way. There's totally. So I I think we should mention like there's obviously so many good things to online dating too. I mean, I have a friend who met somebody that they've been together almost a year. Like he's wonderful. My cousin literally met her fiance on Bumble. Yeah. So like I, I just think it's important to mention like, yeah, we're, you know, kind of laughing, talking about like the ridiculousness and the annoyances. But like 
I don't know if that's a word. But like, we know there's good things out there too. So we want that to deter you from getting on an app, putting yourself out there. I think it's a great way, especially now, to kind of dip your toe into the dating pool. Yeah. Right? Um, especially if you're like freshly out of a relationship or like not even freshly out of a relationship, but just like, you know, single and ready to put yourself out into the world right now because you can't really do it the way that you normally would it's a good way to kind of dip your toe test the waters out but you know there's a lot of shenanigans yeah and they're not all good shenanigans uh, yeah uh, a so chunk you know of you not. gotta yeah you gotta be prepared <laughs> i knew you were gonna do that <laughs> i can't stop myself um to take you know which i think every woman is we've all been there and i'm sure i'm I'm sure there's plenty of things that men deal with too that are what you know whatever but um i would say maybe our maybe our little do good recklessly is like if you want to put yourself out there just do it yeah but let a, it be fun big, like you it's said it's a big step that's for sure yeah but let it be fun like you said right let it be something natural that you decide to do, not that you feel like you have to. And if it becomes not fun, then stop for a little bit. Yeah. You know, but if you're feeling like you're ready to be out there, you're ready to start dating again or just like seeing what's available. Do it. Put yourself out there. Get on a little epi app. Or so, or ma- or just you know maybe maybe I'll just do the whole like ninety day fiance thing and just you know. Do they make money off that? Because listen, they make a check. Oh yes. heck yes they do. They that probably they to to be on that show. They're getting paid like weekly stipends for filming on top of any contracts that they have to be on a season. Like they are getting paid. I'm not saying do it for the money, but I mean. But I mean. Do it for the money. You never know. Not opposed. I love TLC. Uh, yeah, it. it's it's very very addictive. Dating, <sighs> online dating for so long, and then and meeting men and going on dates with men or being you know casual but not fully committed or whatever my situations have been in my love life the last seven years, come leading to me taking a hiatus from dating, leading to me going back to dating, which has led to this podcast episode. I I have realized that or maybe come to terms with I don't feel the need to force mm-hmm. it. Like I feel like I've been forcing it for so long like because everybody's like well when are you going to get married? When are you going to meet Gross. somebody? When are you going to... I hate people that do that. Um, and because going through life is so much harder when you're single. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to buy a house. And Especially as you get older. Buying a house when you're single on your own on one source of like mid-level income is very difficult buying a car on your own is mm-hmm. very very difficult and like having all that stuff compound is difficult but i've also kind of proven to myself that i i am a pretty independent person and i can survive just fine on my own i have proven yeah i've proven that until now and so i've kind of had this realization that like if i meet somebody 
I used to always think that I needed to get married and I needed to find a person because that's right. That's what society teaches you. You need you need those things to to make it in the world. Mm -hmm. But throughout all this, I've kind of realized that if I find a person that I love and they love me and it makes sense and we want to be together, great. But if that doesn't happen, marriage is not the only end goal and benchmark for success in your life. And I've learned, I'm learning to be comfortable and okay and accept that if I don't find, find somebody, if it's just me, that's also enough too. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And a lot of people like will shame you for thinking that way or, or berate you and say that, that, you know, that's not how what society says you're supposed to do, but... I'm learning to be okay with loving myself and and being by myself and being on my own and like the things I've been able to accomplish on my own are no small feat and and I can be proud of that and I can live with that at the end of the day. And first of all, that's amazing and a, a beautiful outlook on relationships in general. But the people who say those types of things, like you're supposed to get married, you're supposed to whatever... That's what they did. And, and it's people unhappy. who are too insecure to know how and to be independent on yeah, their own. Yeah, and they're unhappy. Yeah. It's like nobody, my opinion, nobody should settle and get married to somebody because that's what you think you're supposed to do. Certainly red flag. Such a red, like you should, you should get married to somebody because that's what you want to do because you want to spend your life with them. You want to build a life with them. You want to, well, you don't necessarily have to have a family. People get married and don't have kids all the time. But, like, that could be an option if you want kids. You, that's what you do, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, but, yeah. you. I, it definitely took me a while to realize that also. Like, I'm, I'm honestly, like, I would say, like, last year and this year really starting to under, understand that also, like, things happen in time. And so somebody else's timeline isn't going to match up with yours. Yeah. Right? All the all the people that got married young, had kids young, like, that's because that was their time. That's when it was supposed to happen. But you can get married at any time. For the most part, you can have kids at any time. Like, there's just, like, so many different options. And getting married later doesn't mean you have uh, your, your marriage or your relationship is any less strong. Valid. Valid. If anything, it, it might even be more because you're, you're – you um, solidify it at an, a little bit of a more mature age that you're you might be more secure in yourself, which allows you to be more secure in your relationship. Yeah, well, and something um, and I'm interested to see how you're gonna take what I'm gonna say right now because mm-hmm. it's a story that I've told you and talked about. Um, so this this guy that I had been, in a, for lack of a better term, entanglement. Well, I was going to say situationship, but that one's a good one. Situationship entanglement for the better part of, I want to say, four years on and off. Um, never fully willing to commit to something serious or leading me on or whatever it was. I remember we spent a weekend together and I knew that he didn't want marriage and it was something that it just he just like didn't believe he didn't believe in marriage and it always struck me as so weird 
And I got kind of defensive about it. I mean, obviously, we weren't even dating, so he owed me nothing at that time. But we, we were talking about it. And he was like, well, why do you need a piece of paper to prove that I love you and that I'm committed to you? Like, it, like what, what does the piece of paper do that solidifies things other than, like, tax purposes that carry so much weight that, like, you can't trust me without that piece of paper? Like, it's a lot, like, that's just what you need. And I was trying to argue with him about it and I didn't quite know. I was like, well, for, I just think it's really important and blah, blah, blah. And this was, this was almost two years ago now. And we don't, we don't talk anymore. Um... But as I've kind of been going through this, this revelation of if I find somebody and I want to be with them, if I want to marry them, if I don't, whatever, that's great. And if I don't find somebody and I don't want to get married, that's great too. And it's kind of that, I, I think about that dinner that I had with this guy where we're having this conversation about our differences of opinion in marriage. And I was so dead set and like, you need marriage because marriage is a proof of a benchmark and a proof that somebody loves you and a proof that you've you've succeeded and you've beat the dating game and all of these things and I've gone through this soul-searching period where I've now almost come full circle and I'm like I don't know if I need to get married I don't know if it carries that same weight for me as I sure. thought it did before maybe it is just a piece of paper if I There's meet somebody and that. it's great it's great if not if not I don't know there's nothing wrong with that all, I think all that matters is is whatever path you choose, or or not even that you choose, but that you end up in, that you're happy. Yeah. Marriage does not equal happiness. No. And that was his point, too, is marriage. Yeah. So many marriages ended in divorce. Like, why why me, do you need the paper? For me, I look at marriage as um, it's a, it is a commitment outright to the world, to each other. Mm-hmm. But... He's right. It does have tax things, but I look at it as because I I I know that I want to have kids. So a marriage for me is security for our livelihood, for our kids, and for their livelihood. Sure. Right. Um. So and it also it it is a true commitment to, you know, creating a life together as a team. Sure. If you're not married, you can leave whenever you want. You can not contribute to this household. There's nothing, you know, and that's maybe a shitty way to look at it, right? Because you would think that if you're spending a life with somebody, you you trust that they're going to commit those things to you, regardless of if there's a ring or not or a piece of paper or not. But it's like those are things that solidify that true commitment. But when you look at marriage as a whole, right, if you look at the ceremony part of it, it literally is... You are professing your commitment to your friends and family, right? It's an outward promise. To me, I feel like the ceremony, people who are invited to the ceremony are like, and your bridal party, right, are holding you accountable Mm -hmm. for this commitment that you made to each other. And to me, I I think that's beautiful because, because in... Um, a marriage, or not even in a marriage, in a relationship, it's not always going to be great. It's going to be hard. There's, it's yeah. gonna, it takes work, right? But for me, I have always looked at relationships as um, you have to choose to love that person every day. You have to choose that. It's not just going to happen, mm-hmm. right? You could fall in love with somebody 
you can love somebody because you you know you care about them but but as time passes you have to wake up every day and choose to love them yeah because people change and what exactly in whatever aspect that is mm-hmm. right it could be it could be so many so many different things so f- for me the ceremony of marriage the piece of paper marriage whatever is about the outward commitment, the promise that we made to ourselves and to our friends and family who will hold us accountable that I'm going to love you forever. Yeah. And I'm going to build this life with you forever. And for me, have this family build this life, right? So that's how I look at marriage. But if that's not how you look at marriage or that's not how you see it or you're not sure if you want... I don't, I don't care about that. Well, and it's I, don't, I mean, for anybody, I don't care about that. I care about... If not being married makes you happy, okay, go yeah. ahead. Then that's what you should do. Like, it. who cares what I think? It's not about me. It's it's crazy because, like, um, I feel like my opinions were very much in that mindset of of, of what your beliefs of marriage sure. are. And it's been, it's been weird as I've gone through this, like, dating hiatus, back to dating, the way that my views of... Yeah. My views of what I want in a partner, how I want a partner to treat me, what I know I deserve now that I didn't know I deserved before, and the way that I look at, like, what a long-term committed relationship or a long-term partnership looks like and whether or not that involves marriage. Like, all these views I had about my love life and my future have very much so changed. Sure. Which is something I guess I never would have expected to happen but well, I, you but you've been on this huge soul searching journey yeah where i think i mean maybe part of that comes from you um i don't know like like a deeper discovery of who you are mm-hmm. so maybe that's why some of your thought processes change and who's to say they won't change again true you might meet somebody that maybe has a similar view like i do and it might alter your view because of how they make you feel. Yeah. And maybe the things, you know, or, or you know, maybe it doesn't change. And you, you meet somebody that has the same view as you and you live your life together, not married. Or, you know, whatever, right? There's so many different options it could be. But, um, I, I mean, I think a big thing for you is that you've always been so open-minded. Yeah. So it's like. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, like. Like, I, I, I admire that about you because for me, I do not have the mindset of if I'm going to be with somebody long, like, I, I am, the option of not getting married is not an option for me. Okay. It's just not. Yeah. Like, I know that that's what I want. That's important to me. So I could never be with somebody that didn't want that. Because, number one, I would never want them to... um sacrifice their belief just for me yeah i went through that in a relationship before yeah it's not a good and i would never want i no. you you should want to in marriage right you should want to marry me because you want to marry me yeah not because it's what i want maybe that can be a teeny 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 like one percent because you know it's important to me but the 99 percent needs to be because you want to spend your life with me and you want to marry me yeah so I, I just know that that couldn't, that would never work for me because I would, I would never allow somebody to sacrifice their belief in not getting married for me because mm-hmm. they wouldn't make them happy. So 
but it's 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 a I admire that about you because you're you've always been very open minded about it. You very easily allow you know you've kind of dove into this journey of new self discovery and just kind of you've dove into different avenues of I guess life if you will life chapters right to think about things that you want and what makes you happy what you want for your life and um, your thoughts you know a, a lot of you has evolved yeah i mean i would agree in the the last like i mean the last year year and a half sure but really in the last like six to eight months i feel like yeah it's it's weird to be like i'm a whole different person because i don't think i'm a whole different person but i feel like a lot of previously held views or beliefs or mindsets or think just things that i used to think about before or harp on or holistically not just in dating but have have very much so changed mm-hmm. um for the better i think but i guess if i was to give a do good recklessly for our listeners at the end of this episode it's that i i think it's okay to not put that pressure on yourself mm-hmm. like it is oh i would agree it is okay to take the time and be like why do I want this? Do I want this because this is the step that society tells me or my parents or my siblings or my friends tell me I need to take? Is it okay if I don't have this step? Is it really going to be the benchmark of my success that's going to make or break my life at the mm-hmm. at, at the end of my however many years I live when they talk about my tombstone and talk about my life is me doing this thing is me dating this person is me walking down that aisle is that the cornerstone of what your life was was that the crux of what your life was so i want to piggyback off that i think that if there was ever something that we talked about where we would want to promote being selfish it's this yeah this is a time to be reckless with being selfish yeah because you should never do anything, be anything, live your life doing, you know, whatever, because of a societal, quote unquote, norm. Yes. Or societal pressure. You should never get married because everybody else around you is married. Or because your parents are married. Or because people are asking you when you're going to get married. You should get married whenever the fuck you want to get married because you found somebody that you love, who loves you, and who wants to that life with you, right? So, yeah, I think, yeah. I just wanted to piggyback off that, that this is a, a prime example of when you should be selfish in your life. Really in any type of steps, like big benchmarks, right? Getting married, having kids. Uh, career choices whatever those are all things that you should be selfish about if you're unsure about having kids or you feel like you don't really want to have kids then don't have kids if you're unsure about getting married or you're not sure if you ever want that then don't get married and don't let people guilt trip you about no because those people are going to take care of those dang kids i get guilt tripped all the time about about kids all the time i never understood i don't understand that like to this day, I don't understand it. Why? I don't get it. Some people don't like kids. Yeah. Some people's dream 
is not to have a family. And that's okay. Yeah. And I don't understand. Why does everybody else care so much? Are I, you ever even going to see these kids? I, I've just, I've, I don't know. I've come to the, come to the realization that if I get married, if I meet somebody and want to get married, great. If I meet somebody and they're the, they're the person, they're my person, great. If I don't, I'm okay with, I'm learning to be okay and be confident in who I am as a person mm-hmm. that I am enough for me. You know what I mean? And it comes, and it That's happens, huge. and it happens with kids too, like knowing the health conditions I have and knowing how big of a uh, issue infertility is for me. And I was already on the fence about whether or not I wanted kids. Like if I end up meeting somebody and wanting kids or wanting kids on my own and I can make that happen, great. If I don't want kids or if I can't have kids, I'm okay with that too. I'm I'm completely fine if that is the path that my life was meant to be carved out for and the journey I was meant to go on. I'm okay to be selfish in in enjoying what I have rather than mourning what I have what I don't have because everybody else is telling me that's what I should mourn and grieve for. That is I mean, yes. So be reckless with it. Be yes. Your your DGR pro- this yeah. week, my friends, is to be selfish with what you want in your life. If it's romantic or personal career, whatever it is, you have the right to be yeah. selfish and accept what you want and not let other people judge you for it. As David Rose would say in Shits Creek, it's my turn to take a selfish. Yes. So it's your turn to take a selfish. So take it. Absolutely. So on that note, and we know this was a really uh, long episode, much longer than the episodes that we typically do. This was just a really great topic. And I think we really dove in and had some fun and got deep. Um, I hope you stuck with us the whole time, listeners. Please uh, follow us on Instagram. Hit that subscribe button. We'll definitely um, probably be coming back with more installments on the topics of totally. dating and marriage and totally. other fail stories that we have um, <laughs> sitting in the treasure trove right. that we're waiting to share with you guys. But um, thank you so much for tuning into this episode because we I feel like we really had some some good dialogue and, and, and great I, conversations i i do too i i'm glad that we that this episode kind of evolved into this conversation mm-hmm. so so we try to we try to lay out like an outline of like what we want to talk about but we also like to naturally let things kind of take whatever path they're going to take yeah so i like that it evolved into what it did um but hopefully also i hope this is helpful to I hope so, too. I don't know. Our 10 listeners. Like, our 10 listeners, yeah. <laughs> like, I hope that this is helpful. I hope, you know, we are not the end-all, be-all. We do not know everything. But a big goal, I think, for Abby and I in this podcast in general is to reach people that maybe are feeling the same things we feel. Or, yeah. you know, we wanted to provide a, a space to hopefully make you laugh sometimes. but But also talk about you know things that are real and things that we both have struggled with that we go through and just i don't know help other people people understand that like you gotta just live your life dude especially here like this is like such a big thing that i think we both have struggled with for sure as far as like societal pressure of like getting married having kids whatever relationships in general so i think i speak for both of us when i say that we hope that this helps you, whoever you may be, 
Ditto. If you're one of our 10 listeners. <laughs> Ditto. Yeah. 100%. So thank you guys for tuning in. And um, until next time. Bye.